1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the old time radio Superman show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Also, uh, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Before we get started, I want to announce that I've started a new old-time radio podcast. It's called The War. In The War, we te- uh, follow the history of World War II through news broadcasts, comedies, dramas, and we go from the pre-war period all the way through VJ Day. And we're doing this serial this year because so many of our World War II veterans are no longer with us and we're losing more and more every day so it's important to honor them uh, while we have that opportunity also we're approaching the 70th anniversary of d-day next june and that will also be commemorated in this podcast so i would encourage you to go to thewar.greatdetectives.net that's thewar.greatdetectives.net if you'd like to enjoy this podcast uh, Superman will be in the podcast, actually, so it should be quite uh, quite enjoyable, so I encourage you to check that out. But now, let's go ahead and take a listen to The Dead Voice, Part 3.
2: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive,
3: able to leap tall buildings at a single bound, Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman!
2: Kellogg's Pef! P.E.P. Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal, presents
0: The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman and Batman, on the trail of the men suspected of threatening Robin's life, are unaware that Batman's young companion is facing sudden death.
2: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, which kind of pep prizes are you collecting? Uh, Model airplanes, full-color pictures of birds, or comic buttons to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap? Well, by now, you must have quite a flock of them, because, of course, there's a prize in every single package of pep you open. And they sure are swell prizes, all three kinds. For instance, in your next package of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, you may find a colored cardboard model of a famous fighting plane, one of seven in the great pep air fleet. Or uh, you'll find one of 24 beautiful color pictures of birds with a full description so you can identify these birds anywhere. Or uh, you'll find one of a grand series of 18 colored comic buttons with characters straight out of the funnies. Just as if Pep's golden Christmas and, and sunny flavor weren't a prize all by themselves. Why, Pep's is strictly terrific tasting that a bowl of those crunchy golden whole wheat flakes makes breakfast a regular fun feast. You get that catchy pep flavor, and bingo! Your spoon just naturally dips down in your bowl for more. So ask Mom to get you a supply of Kellogg's Pep tomorrow, first thing.
0: And now, the adventures of Superman. A series of anonymous letters and phone calls threatening the life of Dick Grayson, who we know as Robin, Batman's young companion, were identified as coming from Eric Larson, a man who had been sent to the penitentiary five years ago on Robin's testimony. But to Batman's amazement, he was informed by the prison authorities that Larson had died two weeks before the threatening notes and calls had begun. Alarmed for Robin's safety, Batman called in his friend Superman. And together they visited the state prison where Superman's X-ray vision revealed that Larson's grave contained an empty coffin. Back at Batman's house, Superman listened carefully to a recording of Batman's conversation with the mysterious caller and then announced...
3: No doubt left in my mind, Bruce. Larson is alive. Alive? Mm-hmm. Well, then how... Well, my hunch is that he used a certain oriental drug that placed him in a state of suspended animation, which even fools doctors. Pronounced dead, he was buried. Oh, I get it. Then he was dug up by a Confederate, came out of his unconscious state... And, and... began his campaign of revenge against Robin.
0: Before Kent and Bruce Wayne, who was in reality Batman, could move to further explore Kent's theory, they heard a heavy knock on the door. Rushing out, they found Alfred, Batman's trusted butler, unconscious and bleeding from a head wound. Suddenly, Wayne remembered that Alfred had gone with Robin to Jim Olson's house. As we continue today, they have bandaged Alfred's wound and are trying to bring him, to. Listen.
3: What do you think this means? Do you think that... Yes, law... Wait a minute,
4: we'll know soon enough.
3: I think Alfred's beginning to come around. Uh, Alfred. Oh. Alfred, what happened? Wait a minute, Bruce. Uh, give him a chance to come out of this before you start firing questions. But Robin and Jim I'm... patient, Bruce. Here, Alfred... Drink this. Uh, Drink it. That's yeah. it. Batman. I mean, Mr. Wayne's... Yes, Alfred, what happened to you? I... I did my best. What do you mean? Easy, Bruce. They... They were too much for us. Who was? Who are you talking about? Wait, Bruce. Wait a minute. Now, Alfred, take it slowly from the beginning and tell us everything that happened. I... I can't, sir. I can't. When I think of those two boys... What about them, Alfred? They're... They're gone. Gone? Gone, gone. Yes, sir. Yes. I... I'm afraid we may never see either of them again.
0: Startled Clark, Kent, and Bruce Wayne stiffen with shock. A split second later, they both galvanize into action, each terribly worried about his young friend. Then, after a flurry of swiftly fired questions, Alfred begs them to stop and settles down to telling the story of what happened.
3: You see, Mr. Wayne, Rob, I mean, Dig, and I went over to Jim Olson's house tonight, as you directed. Yes, yes, go on, Alfred, go on. Yes. Well, there was a picture at the cinema nearby which the boys wished to see, and I saw no arm in their going since I was to accompany them. Oh, I shouldn't have let them go. You warned me that Dick was in danger. That's right, but you did go, Alfred, so now please get on with the story. Yes, sir. Mrs. Olson, Jim's mother, said she was too tired to go with us, so we set out alone. We were walking up the street. It was quite dark when Jim noticed a car stop up ahead. What is, Jim? A car stopped in front of Stuffy Phillips' house. Oh, so what? Oh. Stuffy and his folks are visiting his sister up in Boston. They're not coming back till next week. Well, maybe they decided to come back early. But but they haven't got a car. Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter, Master Jim? Yeah, what's eating you, pal? Don't you see those men standing by the car? Sure, they must have a flat, see? One of them's putting a jack under the bumper. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. What's the matter? You got the willies or something? No, but... Well, it's dark, and I didn't notice they had tire trouble. I just saw them standing there. Uh-huh. Perhaps Master Jim thought they were stick-up men. What? Uh-huh, and he's scared. Look, Alfred, I'll hold his right hand and you hold his other hand. Right-o, Master Dick. Oh, cut it out. Hey, okay, was... boys,
4: grab him. Master Dick, look out. Hey, what is this? I told you, oh. Dick, this is trouble. You'll find Dick. out, sonny boy. Oh, yeah,
3: maybe you'll find out Try this oh. for size. Oh. Let him have it, Alfred. Right-o, Master Dick. Take this, you oh. oh, Look out, Alfred. Oh. struck me on the head with the butt of his gun and I went down. I didn't quite lose consciousness, but I couldn't get up. My head was swimming and my legs were like water. Dick and Jim continued fighting, but they didn't have a chance against those big ruffians. They were carried into the car, which sped away with Dick and Jim, leaving me lying there. I uh, managed to get to my feet after a while, but I was pretty dazed. I staggered over to the boulevard and found a taxi and, well, here I am. Great job Park Eric Larson, he must be behind this. Now, wait a minute, Bruce. It must be Larson. He's been threatening Dick, and you've I... just convinced me that he's alive. Oh, I know, but that doesn't prove he did this. Did you notify the police, Alfred? By Jove, I quite forgot, Mr. Kent. I was too dazed, you I'll think. call Inspector... No, no, wait, Bruce. Let Alfred do it. Now, get this, Alfred. Tell Inspector Henderson exactly what happened, and tell him I said to look for a man named Eric Larson, who supposedly died at the state prison two weeks ago. But if he died, I don't understand... He didn't die. Tell Henderson I'll see him and explain later, but meanwhile, to broadcast an alarm for Larson. Have you got that? Yes, sir. Then get on the phone in a hurry. Come on, Bruce. Into this room. Right with you, Clark. All right, quick now. Strip down to your costume. This is a job for Batman right. and Superman. Why? Right. Look, can't you know I don't scare easily. Yeah. Well, I'll admit I'm scared now. If Eric Larson has dick. Got to keep cool. Wait. Oh. Thunderstorm. That's not going to make our job any easier. Hurry it up, Batman. Right. Okay, I'm all set. Good. All right, up with this window. Yeah, get a good grip on me. Check. I'll hang on to your belt. And for heaven's sake, show me some speed. I'll show you plenty of speed. Out! Oh, I oh, And away! Well, here's where it happened, Batman. That's the Phillips house. There was a fight here, all right. Look, the lawn's all cut up. Yes, Well, the rain has washed away any good footprints, though. Uh-oh, I was afraid of that. Yes, and it washed away the tracks of the car, too. Where do we go from here? How do we find Robin and Jim? I don't know, Batman. You've got me. It looks as if we're stumped.
0: Deeply worried, Superman and Batman stand in the dark, teeming rain, temporarily stymied in their efforts to trace to take Grayson and Jimmy Olsen. Meanwhile, in the small room of a bungalow in the thinly settled outskirts of Metropolis, Dick Grayson awakes with a throbbing headache to find himself lying on the floor, his hands tied behind him. Struggling painfully to a sitting position, he sees for the first time the only other occupant of the room, a heavy-shouldered, bullet-headed man in a torn jersey, who sits tipped back in a chair against the wall. Who are you? Don't you know, sonny boy? Me, I'm Sandy Claus. (laughs) Ha, ha!
3: Oh, a comedian, <laughs> huh? Where am I?
0: In my castle up at the North Pole. <sniffs> Ain't it cold, though, huh? <laughs>
3: Look, pack that coin in the can, will you? What's this all about? Where's Jim Olsen?
0: You mean the skinny puck with the freckled pussy?
3: You can skip the graphic description. Just tell me where he is.
0: You really want to know where he is, sonny boy?
3: Of course I do. Now, give. Where is he?
4: In your father's mustache. ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, you dumb clown. If I could just get these ropes off, I'd... you do what, Grayson? I... Jeepers. No. No, it can't be. <laughs> Surprised, eh? Hello, boys. Hey, listen, this here... Get kid... out of here, Willie. He? Okay, then. Why the shocked look, Dickie boy. Recognize an old friend? <laughs> eyes popping, Dick Grayson, who is really Robin,
0: stares at the lean, hollow-cheeked man whose burning eyes reflect his hate. The man who has sworn vengeance on him, and who had been buried as dead. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode, so stand by.
2: You know, gang, it's always a smart idea to give yourself plenty of time in the morning for breakfast, so that you can take it easy while you're eating your Kellogg's Pep. Because Pep is so good, you want to get the full golden toasted flavor in every spoonful. Yes, sir, you don't want to skip one bit of the fun of eating those crisp, catchy flakes of whole wheat. So uh, tomorrow morning, just hitch up your chair and settle down to some mighty smooth eating with Pep, the sunshine cereal. Is it delicate and light? Does it taste terrific? And you get a swell surprise when you see the nifty prize in each Pep package. A real surprise of a prize. Could be you'll find a model fighting plane in colored cardboard, one of seven great pet planes you can collect. Or uh, could be you'll find one of 24 new full-color bird pictures with a description on the reverse side so that you can be hap on birds. Or uh, could be your next pet prize will be one of 18 bright-colored comic buttons sporting a, a famous comic strip character like Perry Winkle or, or Harold Teen or Superman himself. So start collecting all three kinds of these keen pet prizes. Ask Mom to get you a supply of Kellogg's Pep from the grocer tomorrow.
0: In a room in a bungalow on the outskirts of Metropolis, Dick Grayson, his hands tied behind him, stares incredulously at Eric Larson, then gasps.
3: But, see, you died in prison two weeks ago.
4: (laughs) Do I look dead, Grayson? No, but but
3: how, how... I don't
4: understand. Five years ago... When you helped send me to the penitentiary, I told you I'd get back at you. Didn't I? Now my time has come.
3: So it was you and your gang who grabbed Jim and me tonight, wasn't it?
4: That's right. It's been a long time since I'd seen you, you know, and you've grown up since then. Because I couldn't be sure in the dark which was you and which was Olson, I took you both.
3: What did you do with Jim?
4: Oh, I took care of him. What do you mean? What do you think, I mean?
3: You... You killed him?
4: Let's just say I made sure he can't describe me to the police. You see, the police think I died in the state prison. (laughs) I want them to keep on thinking that when they find your body.
0: Hailing, Dick Grayson stares at the hollow-cheeked, burning-eyed man whom only Superman and Batman suspect is alive. The man who came back from the grave to avenge himself upon Batman's young companion. What will happen to Robin and what has happened to Jimmy Olsen? At the moment, Superman and Batman are without a clue. Tomorrow's episode is packed with suspense, gang. So don't miss it. Tune in same time, same station.
2: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Cap. For
0: excitement, the adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comic Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Think of the wonderful toasty things that taste good on a frosty morning and you think of something crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles! There's that name again, slips in every time. Crumbles. Kellogg's Crumbles. Just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal. Sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. So, uh, when you think of good-tasting words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, that means crumbles for breakfast. Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.